Hey, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Mental Strength Motivation. This is your host, Hama, and I am beyond excited to be recording my first podcast. Um, this podcast is to have that conversation that people are still a little bit uncomfortable having around mental health, as well as give some motivation to those who are struggling. And lastly, to give some either education or give some more information to those who might not fully understand mental health. Um, I will be having a guest every day. And without further ado, just to get right into it, um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my first guest. He is a good friend of mine from back home in Jersey. He is when I'm back home. He's my barber. And he's also the proud owner of Jarrett's Waffles Wagon, which is some fucking amazing chicken and waffles and amazing food overall. So I'm going to go ahead and bring him in and let him introduce himself as well. Hey, how you doing, bro? Hey, what's up, guy? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, everything sounds real pretty good. All right, good. Uh, hey, guys, how we doing? My name is Jared, 24 years old. Hammond is a good friend of mine. Love this guy, always positive. And uh, happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, man, thank you for coming on and being my first guest on my podcast, man. I really do appreciate this. Um, we can kind of get into it right away, too, and in the same breath also just start having some conversation around it. And, you know, the first thing that I would like you to do um, is off that first question that I sent you, and it's um, let, let the people know what your uh, personal struggle has been with some mental health and give a little bit of detail just so they can, you know, have an understanding of some of the things that you have gone through. Okay, yeah. Um, so it started at a young age with me. I mean, uh, I was probably fourth, fifth grade, maybe when it started, when I had to go see uh, somebody for uh, my uh, OCD. People don't know what that is. It's uh, obsessive compulsive disorder, and I also have a panic disorder. Um, yeah, man, it was uh, it was a rough going. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know what OCD is, the first thing you think about is oh, making everything um neat and cleaning and washing your hands. No, mine is different. Mine is with uh like actual obsessing over thoughts that are not essentially real and it's just basically obsessing overthinking certain things that a normal person wouldn't so uh a little quick rundown i guess i could do this is you have this amygdala in your brain that when you have ocd you have a chemical imbalance and it does not shut off when you have a chemical imbalance so it just keeps going it keeps sending information to your brain it keeps sending thoughts to your brain so when you have this disorder you can't shut it off so like it's like your brain is going all day on different things overthinking on different things obsessing on different things and you cannot control it so yeah that's what i've struggled with yeah yeah bro. and i actually like that you like explained it in the chemical imbalance thing because it's something that i ended up learning and it's for yours i ended up learning that it's for a lot of the mental health thing that people struggle with and it's why you know people try to help others understand that it is an illness is that it is a chemical imbalance. You know, my brother telling me this when I was younger, I think when I was in college and I was struggling with it and he was like, yeah, you know, you, you got to try to take the steps. It isn't something that you can just sit there and be like, okay, I'll be okay. It's an imbalance. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I mean, if I can control it, I would, you know? Exactly. Right. Like if that's the thing too, like if, 
like we we don't want to be struggling with shit if we could get rid of it believe me a lot of us would get rid of it really fucking quickly <laughs> yeah i mean would have made life easier but that's why i am who i am today you know well yeah that's that's really a, a good way to put it too because i think especially people who have gotten to a point of being able to um to have control over their their mental health and get to a point where they can cope with it um it 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 makes you it makes you learn more about yourself and it makes you a better version of yourself eventually. Oh man, I couldn't agree more. Honestly, uh, you dig deep with this kind of stuff, you know? You have no choice. You gotta overcome like the like they say, you gotta beat the bully, bro. That's what you gotta do, take it head on. My parents have told me my whole life most of my family struggles from the same disorder. So uh yeah, so I know what's going on. So, yeah, man. And actually, that kind of leads into another thing that I want to uh, ask you about, too. Second question. It's, you know, like you said, you've been struggling with it for your whole life. How have you coped? And if you are, you know, still do struggle with it on a daily basis, how do you continue to cope with the things that you go through with your personal mental health? OK, yeah. Um, this is a good question. This is going to take me back. All right. So I started therapy from like young, young age. Um, and uh, that was only for um, my panic disorder. I didn't have the, the OCD hadn't developed yet. So I was just going because, I, I mean, I guess it kind of did because all I had was separation anxiety. All oh, people are going to say, oh, that's nothing. Every little kid has it. But mine was really severe, so I had to go see somebody. And then for two years, from like sixth to eighth grade, everything was normal. I didn't have any kind of disorder, nothing. Uh, freshman year hit, and I just got hit with a ton of bricks. It was so bad. I couldn't sleep at night. I was falling asleep in school. I was just constantly in a panic 24-7. I have a panic attack that lasts 20 minutes. Then I have an, then it'd be gone for an hour. Then I have another one that lasts another 20 minutes, and my brain would just keep going. So I was introduced to therapy. Um, Dr. Mike, he's uh, in Woodland, best guy I ever met. And I continued there for about two years. And haven't been back in five years. I mean, all they did was uh, I've seen a psychologist and a psychologist. What is it? Psych. Well, there's one that can prescribe you medication, and there's one that's just strictly therapy. And so I did both. Oh, yeah. I think it's a psychologist, I think, can prescribe. Yes, yeah. So I did get on a low dose of uh, medication, and uh, it was weekly. Uh, while the panic attacks were at its hype and uh, everything was at its hype, I would go two times a week to see a therapist. And then they just give you uh, little uh, techniques and things to work on in your brain. Like, you had to work at this. It's not like you say, oh, here's your technique. It's going to work. No, you had to work at this. You actually had to process stuff in your brain. and and uh, process all your thoughts and, and use these techniques to help you make it easier when uh, an attack was coming or a thought was coming, make it easier to deal with. And that's what I had to do for like a year until I was better. And now uh, you asked me, how do I do it day to day? It's like everything else. You have your good days and you have your bad days. Sometimes you got to fight harder and sometimes it feels like it's non-existent. But it's just how you wake up that day, honestly. 
Yeah, man. And I like a point that you made too. I mean, I like a lot of the points that you made, but the other point about saying you got to work at this, right? It's another reason that I wanted to do this podcast and why I put motivation in it is to make people understand who are struggling. Like, you know, yes, we, we have empathy because we know what it's like to be struggling as well. Oh, yeah. But we also want you, you know, because both of us, I think, have gotten to a point where we have some pretty, a pretty good control over the things that we oh, have yeah. to struggle with. Thank God. Um, Thank God. Yeah. Like, and honestly, just to make a point, too, and I think you'll agree with me, during this pandemic, man, if I didn't have my shit in control, this would have been a lot rougher. Mentally. Forget it. Forget it, dude. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, no, what I was just going off again, the thing you were saying is that you got it, it's got it's got to be something that you work at you know it's not going to be something that's just going to happen just like everything in life right you can't it's it's a goal that you want to achieve that's going to help you become a better version of yourself and so it's not just going to happen instantly you got to grind you got to work you got to find the medicine that works you got to find a therapist that works that you work and you connect with right you put in the work on a day to day basis mm-hmm. yeah oh that's a i think that's a major step right there the uh you gotta find my guy is cool. He's a freaking football fan. We go there. We have a. He's got like a cooler. Uh, I mean, a fridge in his office. He gives me a drink. We sit there both sit before the session even starts, and then we get in into detail. We have our forty five minute session, and then we just BS, and it's really fun. So that that's a big part. You gotta find someone like that you can trust, that's uh, relatable to you, and. Man, don't be don't be shy to ex to uh to discuss anything with these people. They know everything. They know everything. That's why they have a degree. Yeah, and also too, like another way to look at it. I think my, I think it was my mom who told me this. Right, like sometimes when you're talking with your family, your friends, you know, some of us have a tendency to try to like you know hold a few things back or not fully give everything. When you're talking with a therapist. You can give everything, you know, like that's they're they are in a neutral position and that's what they're there for. They're willing to listen to everything and and give you advice as much as they can on everything, you know? Oh yeah. Like uh yeah, I don't feel comfortable discussing certain things with my even my brother. So like that's what the therapist is for. They don't know you on a personal level, any professional level, but are still there to help you in your personal life. So that's the way I look at it. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. You know, I think this topic is something that people need to hear more of in terms of going back to the thing of of working at it, right? Like for me, I did the therapist and the medicine, but then I also, you know, I started working out again. I started eating better. I started listening to better things. Like it's going to become an everyday part of a challenge in your life that you're going to have to make a habit if you want to get better in progress and do better, not just in your mental health, but in life as well. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, product on that topic, I would say productivity is probably number one. Uh, find yourself being a bum. You're going to feel like a bum and your mind's going to race. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. I do. You, you gotta, and I think that was one of my biggest mistakes in college. You know, how to say like hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, I got to a point where I was just sitting in my room, you know, the only time I left was to go to class and to smoke weed. Then I was just back in my room, you know? Yep. And that's what you can't do. You gotta, you gotta get out and you gotta try to do things, you know? And I think if people can get to that point, 
of starting to take those steps, that's when they're going to start seeing some progress. It might not be quick and fast, obviously, but I think to stay on it is you got to do those things because it starts giving you a view of, okay, I can get on this path. You know, I can do this. I can get progress made. Yeah. I mean, it all starts with the, uh, with the right mindset. I mean, if it doesn't bother you that much, then it's not a big deal. But if it's bothering you, you want to fix it, right? You want to, you want to get back to normal life. You want to, uh, you had a taste of normal life before, and now you're like, what's going on? Like, I don't feel the same. Well, something's going to kick you in the ass. You got to get, you got to get going, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. That's, that's, that's exactly how life is. Um, but in that same sense, I think there's some parts of, of, you know, society who still don't have an understanding of the mental health, you know? And that's kind of what my next question is that I want to hear some um, of your opinion on. Yeah, I can't. This is this is this is going to be good. I got a good answer for this one. Okay, I'm excited then, man. Let me. I'll ask you, and then you can go ahead and go in on it. Um, it's. I want to know what your view around mental health and its current place in society, and of course, certain subsections. You know, for example, like sports. That's a, uh, an image, a smaller image of society, right? So, what's your view around all that? Well, this is great. For the people that uh, don't believe in mental health and say people are wimps or wussies or whatever, you guys are disgusting, to be honest. And uh, number two, um, yeah, you see me. I mean, I'm a big, tough, tougher guy, you know, man, man, whatever you want to call me. You know, I'm not trying to brag, but uh, yeah, um, I've dealt with this my whole life, man. I'm 24, still going through it. Um, it's real, 100% real. We need more awareness out there, you know. People just go through this on their own, and sometimes uh, they get through it. Sometimes they don't, and they need somebody out there for them. All times, whether it's a phone number to call or anything, you know. At school, you got your your counselor or whoever that you could, that can help you. Uh, uh, just for example, you know, police officers have someone that they can go talk to. Uh, uh, certain things like that. And uh, there's not enough done. I mean, you see a lot of uh, professional athletes um, not so much promoting, but showing awareness to different organizations and different uh, uh, this and that. But you, you see maybe a few, uh, Brandon Marshall, for example, always with the mental health uh, cleats and stuff like that and stories and stuff. The only guy I could name right now that uh, – now retired but the only guy i could remember that always was an advocate for mental health so it needs to be uh broadcasted better you know definitely man and, and i actually like the brandon marshall shot you know um yeah he is retired right now but he actually he's continuing this thing and i think he has a podcast or a youtube channel that they talk about this you know and they talk about mental health and sports and they talk about what players go through who are who went pro and then they retire and now they've got to try to adjust to you know to normal in everyday life um and i think sports is a really big one that people don't pay attention to right like we as fans i think sometimes take for granted what these athletes can do but also how that they're and forget that they're also human right and that just gets to a point of abuse and things like that. And you're right. You know, I don't, some, some of them are sort of talking about it in terms of their personal struggles, but nobody's, I don't think ever, not enough of them are doing, you know, 
a, a something like a podcast or something like a like a mental health um what's the word i'm looking for like a platform charity or something a platform for it. yeah no um and i think what to the first point that you also was talking about to the people who don't believe it i mean if at this point you think people are just being being whistles, I think you need to go in and do a little bit of legitimate research. One of my biggest things that I try to talk about when I talk about mental health is, I think a clear example of of its legitimacy is that it it, it's, it doesn't discriminate, right? It doesn't care if you're me or you, right? An everyday Joe going through life trying to get to a point where we want to where we deem ourselves happy and successful. It doesn't care if you're a successful businessman, and it doesn't care if you're a professional athlete or a successful celebrity or of any or of any type, and you have a millions of dollars. You know, we've seen these celebrities who have also struggled with their mental health, and and some of them taken their life, and of course, then the amount of suicides that happen every year of people that we don't know anything about. You know, so it's like it's something that is very real and it's something that touches everybody no matter where you are in the in the aspect of society mhm mhm and uh let's get it twisted we're not crazy people you know for those of you who uh going to judge we're not crazy people man everyday stuff you never know you never know who's got it i mean everyone's got uh something but you never know who's got it worse you never know who's uh struggling at the moment yeah and actually, I kind of want to ask you that too. You, know, you brought it up as it was, it was kind of the same thing for me in high school. And I know you said you weren't, you didn't always feel comfortable talking about it. Did people, you know, outside of you know your family, know what you were struggling? Yeah, my my closest friends knew, but again, if they don't struggle with it, they can't completely understand, you know. And uh, actually, met one person throughout high school. I'm not going to mention any names, but had the same disorder as me. And uh, that was a good way to get stuff off our chest, you know, <clears throat> besides going to see a therapist. But, uh, yeah, I was just, I guess I was cutting his hair one day, and then he uh, said, yo, uh, I know you mentioned this to me, blah, 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 and I think I have the same thing, blah, 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 just going on. And then uh, he's good today, so that's a good thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, so. No, yeah, man, because that's one thing you, you know about me sharing my stuff on um, on Instagram and social media and stuff that I've had people message me who like knew knew you know you know knew us back in high school and stuff and was like, damn, bro, I never knew, you know, like they just they didn't know that I was doing some shit like that, yep. struggling with shit like that. And, and I think I feel like it, it's okay for them not to know, you know, it's it's our own personal life, but if you want to share what you're going through, you want to share. That you go to uh, therapy, you want to share your own medication, you want to share, you go to groups and talk about things. Be my guest. I mean, that's up to you. Again, uh, it's it's your decision. But at this point in my life, I feel comfortable talking about it. I mean, I have really nothing to hide. I'm successful. I'm a good guy. I, uh, you know, try to be the best I could be. So I don't have a problem opening up about it. And more more people need to start, you know, and and uh, get that 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 spreads awareness too. So there you go. No, yeah, no doubt. I think I think it's it's awesome that that you have gotten to that point where you're willing to share and talk about it. And like you said, I think it is something um, that is important in terms of getting it out there more and and getting people to understand that they are alone. 
You know, everybody, a lot, not everybody, right? But a lot more people than I think society as an overall um, thinks about it struggle with this, you know? And I think once, once more people get to a point where they can understand, okay, I'm not alone in struggling with this and it is possible to beat this, then they can start taking the steps towards um, getting them, getting help for themselves and doing better for themselves. And that kind of leads me into the last question I wanted to talk to you about is, as a, as a society overall, how do you think we can genuinely make a difference and change that stigma around mental health? I know you touched on it a little bit too with creating more platforms, but just in case you had more thoughts on it. Just what we're doing right now, my friend. Um, this is personal experience. You know, people we know that we've known for 20 years are going to hear this and be like, wow, they, they're struggling. They can reach out. Um, you know, get on the path to recovery as soon as possible. I mean, people just, they don't know what's going on. So it's hard for them to dictate which which road to take. And if I need to go to therapy, if I need to go see a doctor, if I needed this, blah, 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 if I need to join a group, if I need to watch YouTube videos, this and that. So, um, yeah, um, stuff like this is, is big, man. Put, connects on a personal level. Like, look at you and I were talking about it here, you know, like people are going to listen to this and be like, oh, wow, like, hey, maybe this will give me a kickstart that I need to uh, better my mental health and go see somebody or or uh, get the proper help. Talk about it more with your family. Talk about it more with your friends. Get everyone accustomed to what's going on. I agree with that. I think, um, you know, I think these type of things where people can share their stories is is the thing that's going to help make a difference. Um, but also, like you said, right, it's going to help people hopefully take that step, right? And I, it was a step that I delayed for shit till what, freaking 2021, right? Like when I was graduating college, I didn't want to get help, right? I was I was nervous to get help. I didn't think it would, it would work. I tried a couple short times, but didn't stick to it because I felt like it wasn't helping. But it wasn't until I fully committed, committed and found a medicine that worked, committed and found a therapist that I worked well with, and committed to approaching life differently, that I actually started to make a difference in my mental health and started to make progress. You know, so I agree with you, man. I'm, I'm hoping this and other things like this will help people to get to that point where they want to want to take the steps to go help themselves. Um, I think, I think that's a pretty good way to wrap it up, bro. I am beyond grateful for you for coming on and being part of my first, first podcast. And I think you shared some awesome information for people. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Like I said, um, the help is out there. Go get it. If you really want to tackle it, it's out there. The resources are there. And, and like, I, it's almost impossible to feel like you're alone at this point. You know, there's, uh, Right now, if you hear this, this is your your first uh, your first key to getting a better life. Really is so like don't be shy. That's what I'm gonna leave off on. Don't be shy. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that for you. Um, ending that there, and actually, that reminded me. I want to try to end on my podcast with a little bit of most motivational stuff from both guests. So, well, not both guests, from the guest and myself. So, I love that from you, and I will end it with saying that. While I prom wait, wait, wait. Thank you. I want to say thanks for having oh, me. Yeah, bro. Anyone, you could uh, message me. 
<clears throat> Hammond will uh, comment my hashtag if you have any questions. You know, him and I are more than welcome to help. Um, Hammond, thanks again for having me. Brother, thank you for coming on. I cannot be more happy with you being my first guest. And to everybody who's going to be listening and to all the, hopefully all the fans of this as well, to sign off on the first episode, I just want to say that one thing that I can't, there's a couple of things I can promise you. One is beating your depression or whatever your mental health struggles are is going to be extremely difficult. But the other thing I can promise you is that you are strong enough to do it. And when you do it, it's going to be one of the best feelings in the fucking world. That is the end of uh, Mental Strength Motivation's first podcast. I'm Hama. Our awesome guest was Jared. Thank you guys for listening and stay tuned for episode number two.